theme just played, motherfucker. I'll take your word for it. You take my um, word for it? We are, episode, we are back with episode 76 of the Two Belts podcast. And I am com- either the theme was not playing or I am deaf or something along those lines. You are a little bit of both. <laughs> a little friend. bit. Um, nonetheless, we are back. Yeah. You know, episode 76. We're killing the game. 24 more episodes to 100. Killing the game. I don't know what we're going to do. 76 weeks in a row. We have no idea what we're going to do on episode 100. Don't even look forward to it. It's yeah. not that important. Oh, shit. <laughs> get y'all a cake with a stripper in it. Get, me, get us a cake. A 100 cake. We're just like a 100, 100, a 100 emoji. emoji? Yes, cake? just get us that. Just and then, like, that. each of the Migos pop off, out of it. I can't hear shit in there. <laughs> really? Oh, you know what? You didn't turn it on, did I you? I didn't turn it on. Yo, this nigga's got these special Space Age headphones that only work when the batteries charge. Beats by Dr. Tra- Dre. Beats by Dr. Them. Fuckboy. I got uh-huh. them on uh, a website for only $100, and these are, like, the $300 pair. And I only got them for $100. And you so didn't turn I'm them on. So I'm feeling pretty lit. I don't know. I forget I have to turn headphones on. You know what? Dr. Dre makes a really non-user-friendly... Headphones. I think it's not his fault. He sold it to Apple, right? Yeah, but you know, it's not like they've made new headphones since. It's just like yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you know, new you, model, right, or something along those lines. Just it's take not the like same it's coming th- with your just, iPhone now. Just take or something. the same thing and make it make it curvier. The headphones is not really. I mean, I bought this. I'm glad I got it for a hundred dollars because mm-hmm. these are not really that good. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel. I actually like my Apple earbuds way more because I feel like I hear a lot more of like the music in uh-huh. it and here i'm just hearing like music hovering around my ears so i have no idea you know what dr dre let's work on this i don't know let's 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 get some money somehow um <laughs> carlos what's up and exciting my dad news my dad just bought a vaporizer so he's try he's been trying to quit smoking for probably vape about city yeah this no dude is- vape dad Vape dad. Yeah, he's gonna get like one of those little the scooters. Is he gonna? <laughs> the fucking, is he gonna get fucking, one of them jean chains things, like the them skater chains? Yeah, I like... can't wait. I can't wait till he gets like a face tat and just like goes full midlife crisis on me. Full dad vape. All right. Full yeah. Vape dad. So he's like, yeah, you know, I've been smoking this thing for like a day, and I don't feel like you know the urge to smoke cigarettes because he bought the ones with nicotine in them. Oh. And uh, he's been trying to quit smoking for a while. Sure. So quit smoking is apparently hard. Yeah, it is. Um. Yeah. It's hard to break the habit. Yeah. Um, but he's doing well, I guess. It's been his second day, and he's so like, what's it's the, lit, fam. But what's, like, the 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 benefits of vaping as opposed to smoking? Um, you don't get as many of the carcinogens that come in cigarettes. Uh, cigarettes have many added chemicals. You, you're just intaking the nicotine, which is the addictive substance. All right, smoking penises. That's when... <laughs> smoking robococks. Sm- <laughs> robococks. Dude, that's incredibly awesome. Um, What have I been... Yo, it's... First of all, it's wrestling week in New York mm-hmm. City. So it's wrestling to, week. Shout out to wrestlers who are here throughout the week. You think wrestlers come here and they have like side bitches that they smash? No, 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 no. I just think they got groupies. You know how like NBA dudes like yeah, that's they, what I'm when thinking. They come out, when they come out, they don't they don't have people they hitting up. They just come out and they just be people around them. You think so? Because I feel like the wrestler itself is like they're so busy with all like the shit they gotta they do. Gotta, they may know, not have time be crazy. to like go out. I mean, this week you got time to go out because it's SummerSlam week. You're moving around. You're you're jumping. You're going from place to place. You might see some girls from here to there. You might see some dudes from here. You might see a young ma or two, you know. A young ma. You know. Yeah, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the dark bitch is talking about their job. <laughs> yeah, she has the f- hilarious... What was it though? She got some tools. Her lyrical fellatio metaphor. Oh yeah, she got and she drive me crazy when she deep throat. And I was like, how you want this one Wait, deep what, throat? What? No, how that's does not one deep throat a clitoris. That's not how that I works. I want a diagram. Yeah, I need. I, I need proof. I want to say visuals, but I'm not sure. You know, but I don't know. nonetheless, Maybe she's got a big clit. I don't know. Big, big clit. clit. Um, you know, one of them shits you can see through snow pants. Yo, the funniest thing. Um, we were in a group chat, and this in homeboy Cliff Skywalker, shout out to Cliff, said that this. <laughs> I don't even know why I put his name out there. Maybe I'll bleep it. Definitely said like she got like a big clit, and it's like it's got a bicep, <laughs> 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 which is the most hilarious visual it's ever. Like, I think it's I think it's cool because he's like he says like wild shit anyway. No, but, but I don't know. I might that bleep it out me. anyway. That it reminds me, I was at work the other day, and um, my manager, Bailey, who is also gay. Shout out she, to Bailey. Yeah, shout out to Bailey. 
she's fucking talking to me about um, Dominican girls, like their arms. You know how they got a little bit of arm fat sometimes? Yeah. And we were talking about that meme, and I was like, yeah, you know how you don't trust a black woman cooking, like, Sunday dinner if she don't got that little, little bit of bit arm, arm fat? Little yeah. bit of arm fat, that little yeah. bit of cholesterol that let bitch. me know. Skinny bitches out here making dinner. I don't trust yeah, I don't it. No, no, no. How you know it tastes good? You, yeah. That don't got enough lard in it, mom. <laughs> but we was talking about, like, Dominican girls, and, like, the bigger the arm, like, the bigger the radius of the arm, the better their mangu is. Right. <laughs> so I was there, just, I was just like, yo, Piero, lift up your arm. She's like, what? And she's like, you see that? You see that? It's like a baby's arm, yeah, nigga. Like, look at that. Look, look at that. that. It's look perfect. Good. It's perfect. It's perfectly made. But, yeah, I don't know if wrestlers out here, you know, <laughs> out here fucking bitches as soon as they fly out or is it i'd like to think they are i'd like to think there you, you is think a, they, 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 I, I like to think being at being one of the um parts of being a wrestler and maybe even a single wrestler is going out after if you have time to go out i don't know they fucking driving around every damn where but like wrestlers have hot hot wives, hot girlfriends. So but I'd yeah, like to think they're that they're out here. Kind of rich. The only only real story of besides like Ric Flair. Ric Flair will tell you about how many bitches he fuck all the fucking time. Oh, he's that nigga. Right. Totally. And he's, he's that guy. That was I remember all the time. there was a there was a story. I don't know if it came out in a shoot or something that like John Cena lost a bet and had to like like totally just like fuck this fat bitch and. I don't know. He went again. He lost it. He, he committed to it. He did it. I was like, "Oh my god, look at that!" John Cena's strength. Five moves to doom. Oh, and it's over. Um, <laughs> if that sex tape ever comes out, all you see at the end of it is him giving her the attitude adjustment. The, the attitude bed. adjustment and shit. <laughs> Putting her in the STF and hitting yeah. her in the back and Hit her shit. In the back with the STF. Ah! <laughs> Michael Cole on commentary <laughs> in the fucking hotel room. Oh, uh, STF! Oh my god. STF. Hopefully he doesn't get an STD. <laughs> <laughs> my God, King. Oh my God. Um, speaking of other sports, well, I say that because I will be at SummerSlam. He's oh. arrived early. Oh my God! And it, it ends with the five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> How disappointing. Oh man, I say that because SummerSlam weekend, I will be there. Not that this will matter because this podcast comes out pretty much after you will care. Yeah. Um, but I will be there. We will be there. And uh, very excited for this Sunday though. And 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 Carlos will be at Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold and then the uh the anniversary for Hangtime magazine. Yes. So this will this is all irrelevant because this podcast will come out I know. after the fact. But you know, you can still check for the events. We might, you know, might have a recap next week or something. Speaking of recaps, mm-hmm. last week Friday after we finished the podcast, after we totally just like downplayed this party next door three album we, we went to the party next, next door, door album. <laughs> i guess down- it wasn't an album release party it was an event is what he's saying or at least it's how it's saying in his like his new york times or rolling stone interviews whatever nigga. um so we get there we travel all the way to brooklyn museum and you say travel all the way to brooklyn like you don't live a couple stops away i know but i have <laughs> listen traveling from here to brooklyn is and traveling back it's it was an arduous journey. It's at least three hours of me on the train per day. Um, or at least that day. Um, we got there, Brooklyn Museum. Everything was swanky cool. We got there. Um, lots of uh, lots of fat butts there, which is nice. Um, nice to observe. Um, music lots was of cool. Heartbreakers. Not, not, not just fat butts, heartbreakers. Heartbreakers, dude. definitely. That's, um, that's, how I, that's, how, that's how I treat it. DJ Shaky, you won't say, you know. I won't, I won't say no names. I won't say no names. But, but they're shaky. very popular. It was, was kind of shaky. They're very popular and they get money and I don't it, understand. It was kind of shaky, but you know what? The kids love it. The kids love nah, to hear nah, the nah, Uber nah. everywheres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you drop the right tracks, And the pick matter. up the phones and everything. If you drop the right tracks, it doesn't matter that you suck. Right. To, like, normal people. It but, doesn't matter. But, you know. Could have just left the iPod on shuffle. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Um, Could have just had Virgil Abloh <laughs> with the computer. Word, or something along those lines. Nonetheless. Um, so, after probably about two hours of us there, we party next door eventually comes out. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this pandemonium. It's like he's the like you know, Black Beetle or something along yeah. those lines. It's just, I mean, it's a party next door release party. I assume some sort of Nigga, he got a nose ring and blonde red. Somebody got moist. A, he got a fucking diamond nose ring. That shit is oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Right. Um, <laughs> pause. Um, you don't have to pause that. You're talking about the nose ring. I, the I guess I don't know. He's wearing the nose ring. Um, nonetheless, he came out. They started playing the party next door. Th- they started going through medleys, medleys of old shit, and then like two songs in, speaker, speaker, speaker just shut off, just gone, bro. And speaker it was just like, 
and all the all the girls are confused. They I'm hear surprised. The music in the lobby. I'm surprised no one really talked about it, but I assume that's because no one really went. Like it wasn't crazy packed, but it wasn't like empty either. But it's like they promoted. I don't know. I guess it wasn't heavily promoted too as like this big industry event, or else like mm-hmm. they wouldn't have let the general public in there. Um, but. I don't know. It was just kind of a disaster all the way around. I mean, the D- the first DJ set was popping because she didn't really, but like I guess because Party Next Door has this like heavy bass, mm-hmm. heavy, um, just very brolic ass beats to them, right? Because I'm listening, to, I'm listening to Sex on the Beach like last week. I'm like, yeah, this would, this would blow out a speaker or two. Like it would fuck it up. Um, but yeah, after that, so it was like it was supposed to go until midnight. Speaker blew like ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Shit ended like ten thirty. He dips from the DJ he's booth after one hundred percent dipped. <laughs> dips, then comes back and like he circles around like I guess like the 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 bar. I guess right. I think he wanted security. to take pictures with fans. I don't know if he wanted to or he just ended up. Nah, doing he so. looked like he wanted to dip. He looked like he was on his way out. He like, was like he was an escape route. Jimmy so he he basically gets bum rushed into the concession stand. Mind you, the concession stand sells marshmallow fluffs and peanut butter. Yeah, I don't understand that shit. I think it was also a photo. I don't know. Yeah, part of it was a photo booth slash ATM slash. That should seem dangerous. Anyway, PND slash ABCD. Shit was really you know. Shit was underwhelming. For yeah, what it, it was, was kind of underwhelming. I'll be honest. I was I was anticipating listening to this very loud because I know how music sounds when it's very loud. Mm-hmm. It sounds better, um, <laughs> but you know it is what it is. You got. It, I know it, he left and he was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll go back." Yeah, he was just like, "Fuck this. I'm never doing this shit again. I don't even know why you niggas got me out here. Mm-hmm. I don't even like going out. I don't like talking to people. You guys got me out here doing the interviews and then want to talk to people. I'm, I'm firing you all." I'm only here to, like, talk to light-skinned girls. And, but he, and he said in his New York Times, because I was reading his New York Times article, yeah. um, he said he's definitely going to make an effort to, um, maybe I should turn it this way, um, make an effort to just be more out there, put himself a little bit more out there as opposed okay, to just, good. you know, just fucking around or something like uh, that. Well, yeah. Um, What else we got? Yo, the Olympics are this week. It's crazy. Right, or we're like the, actually like the past two weeks is fucking <laughs> Olympics were insane. Did you see that broad who dived at the finish line? Dived at the finish line. Like there was a race. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of meter. I'm not a track star. I don't really follow that sort of thing. I don't keep up with Olympics because I. But it was just funny on Twitter as... and social media because she literally like she was losing, and then she just dove at the finish line and completely won. And real nigga shit. The shit niggas is like, oh my god, I would have been tight, but it's apparently part of the rules that you can just dive at the finish line yeah. like a maniac. So you know what? It is what it is. I had a chuckle. I was listening to um, Bodega Boys this, this earlier today, and they were talking about it, and they were talking about diving, diving, web, diving, web. <laughs> shit was funny. Um, let's see what else in sort of the Olympics. Yo, Ryan Lochte's out here. Ryan Lochte out here, lion. We're just. Just We're, white lies. Just more white lies to just compound on all the other white lies of this entire nation. I don't understand. I was like, yo, why would you do that? So, do you think they'll ever allow him back in the Olympics? Um, yeah, probably. I, <laughs> I like to think so. I don't know. I only say that. I don't know. He's kind of like, what is he? Like thirty-five? He might not. He yeah. might be done. He might be washed anyway. Um, he's lucky they don't take away his shit. Take away his gold medals for lying. Mm-hmm. It's only lying to Brazil. He didn't like lie to the United States. He just lied to Brazil. And I, I think his know. mom was in on it. His mom was in on it. <laughs> I think his mom either oh, lied yeah. to his mom. Oh or... yeah, yeah, yeah. They robbed my son. So the situation goes. Bust down a door, pee all over the floor. Um. Yeah, totally disgraced this like gas station or something along those lines. Just like it was called vandalism. You, then talking about how you got robbed when you didn't. Yeah, that sounds really racisty. Yeah, and to file a, a fake police report because you know, racisty white people. And then it white ended up not people. being true. Yeah, it, it just ended up not being true. And then you know, people niggas found out. Um, shit was not sweet at all. But luckily, Ryan Lochte already left the country, and his other Olympic mates were stuck Via there. the helipad. Yeah. <laughs> the Ryan Lochte helipad. Uh, see you guys. I'm out. All right. <laughs> and But his other, I guess his other Olympic mates... Escaped on a helipad driven by Steve Martin and Anderson <laughs> Cooper and other silver-haired people. His other Olympic mates were just kind of stuck there and had to, like, 
suffer the brunt of like Brazilian government. I guess it's not as bad as like that time that kid went to like Vietnam. No, I don't know. It was some, I don't think it was some state, some country out in the uh, in Asia, mm-hmm. and boy got old boy got bamboo cane for doing graffiti. It was like in the nineties. Jesus Christ! Because that's their rule. If that's you do rule, graffiti, man. you gotta get whipped in the ass. I don't know. I don't know if you go to Brazil and you fuck up. To the Zika chambers you go, my friend. The Zika chambers. <laughs> just, <laughs> the hyperbolic Zika chamber. To <laughs> the Zika chambers you go. Zika Zao. Zika, Zika, nah. Zika Zao. Shout out to... Uh, Shout out to Beanie Get man. well soon, Beanie Man. <laughs> Zika Zao. Oh, man. But I don't know. It's, it's kind of fucked up, man. Don't... Just don't be lying. You out here lying to your mom, allegedly. I like to think she's in on it. I... I, I'd like to think she's in on it. His say, mom gotta be white. She's probably not the Cuban one. Yeah, Because Cuban so. parents wouldn't lie for you. They'd tell the truth and whip your ass, too. Absolutely. But, you know, it is what it is. And then, you know, people giving, people giving you know, Gabby Douglas a lot of shit. What, just, for her hair? Not, it, that too. Hair was, presentation, is she not black enough? No, it was the fact that they had, she won the medals with her group. Yeah. Um, They were playing... I think it was either I think it was the national anthem and she didn't put her arm over her chest. Well, it's not a great time to be black in America, is it? Yeah, well, it is what it is. But I don't I, I don't know cuz I don't usually put my hand over my heart for the national. I do that for like the pledge of allegiance or something. Yeah, I put my hand over my junk. There you go. <laughs> Dead ass. Hold these, America. But she says she wasn't really, like, she was just very overwhelmed about the fact that she won another gold medal and she wasn't really paying attention. But she, I mean, she was paying attention, but she wasn't really, like, but she didn't realize she didn't put her hand over her heart. But it was like, really, niggas? Like, but it's like, alright, so, who cares? That's what I'm saying. Because I'm like, if listen, it was a white person, we Well, it's definitely white people complaining. Yeah, it's definitely they white people complaining. They are outraged. They are sick. They are, they have flipped off Justin Timberlake's Can't Stop the Feeling, and they are vexed, my friend. (laughs) They're frantic. Can't stop the, turn this shit off. America, we out here, and we put arms all over our chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking all that bullshit. We let you, and I was like, first of all, there's a bitch out here winning, no, she's not a bitch. Sorry, Gabby Douglas. She's out here winning gold medals for our country, making our country look good, and she's working her damn self. To be the best athlete that she can. That's right, dick tits. And then people are just out here ridiculing, you know. And she's, you know, she's feeling terrible. She's depressed. She's there. She hasn't been winning all the events like she did last time around and shit like that. It's like been affecting her, you know. But you know, you know, just stay strong. Get over. We'll, we'll, we'll get over it. We'll get over it. Gabby Douglas out here. Uh, what else happened to the Olympics? Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Just Gunshot. Very, you know, Bullet. Bringing Jamaican people further together. I guess so. R- uh, apparently. Like, I guess so. Because Jamaican people make me mad about the the existence of the Olympics. Why? Because the point is not to... The point is... Uh, what was it? Unity amongst the countries. Like, mm-hmm. we're supposed to compete friendly. Sure. Jamaican people... Jamaican are not competing. <laughs> they, Big man ting. Yeah, nah, right? Nah, Big up on himself. Big clap. The shit. Big clap. Fucking like, motherfuckers um, in the stands doing thunder, <laughs> thunder clap and shit. Oh, man. Upon the river, upon the boat ass. Between, between Usain Bolt <laughs> winning gold medals again and, like, Sean Paul having the number one song in the country again. What? The, the Sia song? The, yeah, the Sia song. Uh, number one song I, in the country, bro. That's crazy because that was left off uh, Rihanna's album. Oh, really? That, Cheap yeah. Thrills? Yeah, Cheap Thrills was left off Rihanna's album. I can album. believe that. I can believe, like, there's, like, loads of pop tracks out here that was sent to Rihanna. And she was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, no, me no care. Me want to work, 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 you know? <laughs> but, um... Well, tree visa. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, you know, shout out to shout out to Jamaica, I guess. Shout out to Jamaica. Big J- up to Jamaica. Just keep it humble. Well, big up even though Even though they won't. There's, like... Nah, they won't keep it humble, man. They won't keep it humble. They won't keep it humble. They are, like... Usain Bolt is, like, everything, like... Rice and peas and stewed chicken <laughs> does for the Jamaican body. I don't know. It's just nah, like, but he's a brilliant dude. He's like, yo, if you're gonna do any photo shoots with me, we're gonna do them in Jamaica. Absolutely. He's trying to bring money to Jamaica. Listen, you got to. Man. He's trying to buy back their airline Listen, from Trinidad. Me. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. I was watching the Olympics and then like some like some white dude on NBC was talking about how he's he's like bigger than Bob Marley and I was like, bro. 
What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, I love, we love Usain Bolt, but bigger than Bob Marley. You must be out your fucking mind, my friend. You're crazy. Oh, shout out shout out to uh, the first Dominican to win a gold medal. Oh, we're in Taekwondo, right? Yeah, man. That's crazy. Dominicans do Taekwondo? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Since when? Oh, dude, when I, they, I used to go to Taekwondo when I was younger, and my teacher was Dominican. Oh, really? And his teacher was Japanese. His Up here, or like? Nah, back in DR. His oh, teacher, okay. his I teacher. would like to think your Taekwondo teacher would be Dominican in DR, though. Well, yeah, but he didn't <laughs> learn it. He didn't learn Taekwondo here. He learned it over in DR, and then he studied under this guy, Toki Hill. He's like a champion in American Taekwondo. And then he's like, yeah, we're teaching his school here. Go. And then, like, every teacher I had there was Dominican. Little Dominican Taekwondo history over Yo, that Nick, yo, first of all, before, before his untimely death, that man was strong. Damn. Damn. Yeah, he passed away. Sensei passed away. I know, right? I had to, I had <laughs> I to, to avenge him, dog. Nah, I couldn't avenge him. It nah, was, you couldn't was, avenge him. Yeah, he was like, was, nah. No, because it was a suicide. Oh. Well, but, um. Can't avenge that. Can't avenge that. What do I do? Hurt can't it? avenge that. <laughs> did you just wave your finger? I just did the end and cast. You can't avenge that. My oh, my God. Oh, man. But, but yeah. um, shout was, to, he was strong as a motherfucker. Shout to DR, man. Shout to DR. Kicking niggas in the face. It's late. It's always lit. Um, what else we got here? Also, shout out to him being the first, first of all, being a Dominican of Haitian descent. Oh, look at that. Listen. Even that. though all Dominicans are Haitian descent, but whatever. Listen, we need something to bring you, you t- the two sides together instead of, you know, all exactly. the hate. Bring this, it's a Hispanola, a, my friend. He's going to kick racism right in the face. Do it, man. Do it. No, I doubt it. I don't know. No, no, no. You can't. <laughs> it's not I tangible. It. You can't nah. kick it. Yeah. No. Um, let's see what we got here. In other, I guess, sports kind of related news. So the NFL does this little thing every year called the Super Bowl. It oh, is apparently, yeah, this little thing. It's apparently when one football team of one division, who's like one division, faces off against okay. another football team of this is a very new concept, another division. Okay. And, you know... Giant Bowl. I think sometimes Beyonce is there. Maybe she's not. Um, so for the halftime show, the very popular halftime show, it's probably usually presented by Pepsi or you know some beverage, um, some sort. Has decided. Hey, you know what? We're gonna reach out to Adele to see if she wants to do the halftime show, which might be the worst decision ever made. I know people are supposed to be like enjoying the sport, you know, happy and jovial, and then I don't, she comes yeah, out with then she comes out with someone like you and like hello and shit like that. So you know what, you know what, that's a terrible idea. NFL, you should go fucking, kick yourself in the fucking chin. They should have just got like I don't know, get Rihanna, bro. Yeah, get Rihanna. I mean, she might pat her pussy on the stage, but you know, that's kids need to see that. Patting up her fish cake. Yeah, kids, <laughs> kids need to see that. Kids need to be out here, you know, witnessing, you know, Rihanna's vagina. Yeah, listening to cockiness or like, you know, <laughs> one of those other, you know, you vulgar B side reggae tunes, nasty Rihanna tracks. <laughs> but um, so I guess Adele's side, she announced that she kind of turned it down. She was oh, like, why would you ever thank- offer it to me? Thank you. Like, I am not Beyonce. Nor does my music um, elicit the reaction of anything with sort of hip movement. Nor will I provide any hip movement on stage. So you guys are bugging it. Adele's not like bringing out Missy Elliott or something on a nah, fucking Tigers or. No, 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 no. You know what she's gonna do? She'll bring out Trina. They're yeah, gonna Trina. perform. Uh, uh, look back bitch. at it. <laughs> baddest bad, bitch. The baddest and then bitch. The baddest bitch. Look back at it and um, what's that other song? Pull over that ass too fat. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Easily. Um, Top ten. Maybe they should. I don't know. Maybe they should do one. Of, I remember the medley that one Super Bowl. It's like peak. It's like peak millennial Super Bowl moment where they had like NSYNC and Aerosmith and like Run DMC and Nelly and Britney Spears. Yo, I remember that. That shit was so crazy. That bro. was that, that was, was like peak TRL years. That was like the most Super Bowl Super Bowl. Yeah, like, that, that was like everything, bro. It was like energy. hit after hit after hit after hit. You shit just couldn't energy. Like, everything just came out. Nelly came out, and it's like, oh, shit, there's Nelly. And then they all started playing Walk That Way. It was just, you know, the show was everything when I was, like, 10 years old, or maybe, like, 9 or 10 or 11 or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. She was crazy, bro. They don't make Super Bowls like that anymore. Now Super Bowls got to have Beyonce or they trash. Um, Whatever, nigga. I mean, it, it's true, nigga. 
or else you, it's either that or they getting John Bon Jovi, my nigga. Like they getting first of all, first of all, <laughs> John Bon Jovi. I'm tired of this motherfucker. Yeah, tired of him and Bruce Springsteen, nigga. When they announced Coldplay last year, <laughs> I was furious. Thankfully, Bruno Mars and Beyonce saved the entire thing because. Exactly. You know, leave it. Yo, first of all, leave it to black entertainers to save. All. Right, exactly. <laughs> leave it's, it to them to save. The it's shows. just a recurring theme. It's a recurring theme. Like, why do you book these old like nostalgia? Nobody really wants to hear that shit. No one wants to see Madonna attempt to pat her rice cakes on stage, my friend. Like, first of all, first of all, her milk has done expired. Like, done expired. Done expired. Expired. Done. <laughs> old thing that. Um. Yeah, bro. Come on. So we got we got to figure out the Super Bowl thing. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Young Thug is out here. Oh, Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Young Jeffrey. Thug has changed his name. I don't know why he didn't just change it to Thugger. Some, some people are, some people, are, I, w- I was petitioning for Jeffrey Thugger the third. Jeffrey Thugger the third? I think it would have sound classy. Dressed like a butler. At the same time. Um, My young nigga out here dressed like a butler. Young some Thugger. people are reporting it. He changed his name to No, I'm not. Or something, no, I'm Jeffrey, or something along those lines. Some people are just saying Jeffrey. Not really clear. He has a mixtape, something coming out next week, I think it's called Jeffrey. Alright, cool. Um, nonetheless, he's changed his name Jeffrey. Are you for it, against it? I don't give a fuck. He's just gonna come out with good music. I don't want to change the name of my thing. I think I'm still gonna just call him Young Thug. Because it's just like, it's too... You're too embedded in my mind. You've done all this work for the past two years. And I gotta call you Jeffrey. That means, like... I feel like it's like all my music now is outdated. All my Young Thug related. It's like when there's a new version of Pokemon. And it's just like, alright, I can't it's play better. that old shit yeah, again. Yeah, it's better. Because it's wild better. Now like, I got it. I went back, I think, probably, it had to be like sophomore year. I went back because I, uh, I, a girlfriend at the time had a Game Boy Color. Sure. And I had a copy of Gold and I had changed the battery in it. So oh, this is ancient, man. You was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway... I um was playing gold and I was playing it like for the like like two weeks straight and I was like, damn, this game is annoying because it's like the move pools are so shallow. Yeah. The there's barely any like sparse Pokemon just Rattatus all over the fucking place. Yep. Yeah. Barely anything cool, man. Listen, don't you? I mean, I'm just I'm sure he said in an interview with Travis Scott. He said, listen, my name is Jeffrey for one week if I don't sell a hundred thousand records, and I was like, you know what? I fuck with that. You ain't gonna sell 100,000 records, so I assume you just change the fucking name. Yeah, because people are gonna mix them up with the fucking Toys R Us giraffe. Just the thug or thugger or something along those lines, That's it. I said thugger. Come on, Lior. This, I think this is one of Lior Cohen's, uh, he's, uh, head of 300, mm-hmm. the label he's on. That's his of, idea? One of his schemes. Get it more out there. Thug isn't, like, you know... Who gives a fuck? People buy into that persona. But I think, yeah, though. people really like people buy in that persona. Like people love to hear him do reckless shit and say yeah, reckless shit. Yeah, someone was like, you not doing no Eminem shit where you talking about killing his wife and like making mad homophobic shit, Mm-mm. like you did with peak Eminem phase before no. Eminem got washed and they talk about that shit anymore. <laughs> and then he tried to talk about it again, but yeah. we didn't care. Yeah, no, it is. Let, let, let Young Thug cook. Let the name we want Young Thug. Two belts for Thugger. Two belts for Thugger. Um, speaking of Thugger and people related to Thugger musically, um, Gucci Man and Drake have announced a collaboration. Sixers. Yes, the collaboration, the Sixers, a collaboration project LP. I um, don't believe this. I don't understand I, why Gucci Mane would do a tape with Drake. Just because he's just like, hey, I just make music. If you were in it, let's get it. If you're not, Fuck it. Nah, and Drake's just like, I just need these Apple Music checks, so I'm about to. I'm pretty much making anything now, except ac- dropping actual albums. Like, I don't want to drop another. If you're reading this, it's too late. I don't want to give out too much free music, so you know, drop another joint one. Drop another. I did one with Future and do one with Gucci, but just doesn't feel like. Doesn't feel sensible. Nah, and Cause plus, it's not because it's not like. Um, don't get me wrong. Back on Road is great, even though Drake has no verses on it. It's strictly Back on Road. Hey, I can hear the ding here. Hey. Sorry about that. Calls from the 6, my friend. Nah, this calls from a 212 number. Hold Call on. Call 212. Turn off my Wi-Fi there. Hell yeah. Turn off that Wi-Fi. Motherfuckers is bugging. Who the fuck is calling me from that 212 number? I don't know. Someone from New York, evidently. Nah, nah, you can get a 212 number and now be in New York. 
Really? Just like some people move here and keep their old numbers. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, nonetheless, I don't believe this will happen. I feel like this will go in the long list of rap collaborations that were expected to happen but never really I, got. I wouldn't want it because it's not like they're of the same. Like, Future and Drake, same era, hot right now. Right. That shit made sense. Sure. That shit was like, uh, best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. That shit made sense. But, as far as Drake and Gucci, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Beckham Road was great. Um, yeah, but how how long can they do that? Like, how many Make more? it six songs so we don't have to listen to it a lot. Like, I don't know. What are we, how, do we, how do we handle this? I don't know. Whatever. Don't. It is what it is. It, it, drop the album. I don't give a fuck. Just drop it. I'm interested to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, neither are terribly bad. So, um, but what may be bad in the future? Mean segue over here. Nicki Minaj. Um, oh no! Is according to producer London on the track. Freaking producer of Young Thug. Um, he is helping in producing Nicki Minaj's second album, which will experiment with pop music. So, Nicki Minaj is already... Unlike her first album, which was pretty much that. No, her first album was mostly hip-hop, but it's just like the acclaim came from Super Bass. The acclaim came from that pop single. Like, she had a Moment for Life, which was kind of... It was like rap crossovery. It's actually probably my favorite Nicki Minaj song. Um, but it was Super Bass that really took her to the top, and then she also had, like, Starships on that Roman Reloaded piece of shit album. Um... She had starships and, like, other fucking dance shit. And then she was like, you know, for the pink print, I'm going to chill on that. You know what? I'm going to make truffle butter. Truffle butter is pretty... It's, like, very rap-centric. Nah, I feel like pink print was more rap-centric. Yeah, it was way more rap-centric. She had the, she had the shitty pop collaborations early in the album. Uh-huh. And, like, the rap shit on the second half. I don't really like the first half of pink print. I think it's way too slow, way too girly, way too menstrual. Damn, that's about sexist. Yeah. Um, Have you been listening to yourself this whole podcast? Yeah, well. It's been pretty damn sexist. All right, well. I, I'm not sexist. <laughs> You're not sexist. I, ju- I just think you need you need a hug. <laughs> sure. Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, it's, it's hard out here in these Ladies, streets. if you want to hug Jamil, you can find him at, and never mind. 2-1-2. Two two. <laughs> you, know, you know you got, first of all, you know you got a 317. I don't have a 317. No, I definitely have a 718. You have a 718? I have a 718. You have a 347? Um, no, nah, I don't got a cell phone. Damn, you've had friend. this cell phone for a while, then. I've had a cell phone. I've had the same number since 8th grade. So that was 2002. So I've had the same number for about, like, 15 years. So it's not going to change. It's out here. Um, Nicki Minaj is experimenting with pop music. Um, I can be here for it, but I'm not really sure if I'm here for it. I don't give a shit. Um, Nicki Minaj, I kind of like her when she raps. I like the songs. I like, like her when she raps, too. Like, looking ass and, you know, Oh, no, I didn't like that shit. I liked it. That I, shit I was some was bullshit. Cool. No, I thought it was cool. Stupid Ho was some bullshit. That shit was definitely But then stupid. that was like an earworm, too. Like, my niece loved, and, but I would be played a clean version, which wasn't Stupid Ho. It was like Stupid Girl or some shit like that. But that shit was like an earworm. You a dummy head. Dumb. You, a, you a dummy head. Someone was you lines, a doo face. You a, you a doo face. <laughs> oh man, but this shit is like an earworm. Don't play that song more than three times in a row because you're just gonna be saying stupid oh. But um, Nicki Minaj, I'm I want another album. Not all right. So want is a strong word. I do, I wouldn't mind another album in this current year or maybe top of next year. Um, pop music, I could see what she's trying to do. Eventually, it's kind of like. A Taylor Swift thing where Taylor Swift was like, Hey, I'm country, but now I'm gonna do this pop experiment album, and now she's like a fully blown pop pop star. Um, I think this is just sort of expanding the brand of Nicki Minaj outside of rap. I think, in terms of rap, there's only really so far you can go unless you're like Jay Z or Kanye West or something where you just like totally obliterate the spectrum of what it is. Um, really, probably the only real like hip hop popular, just like main just like doesn't really experiment with pop is like Rick Ross like he's really probably the only one left who's just like I'm just really just doing hip hop trap shit but yeah Nicki Minaj I can see what she's doing I think she's trying to expand the brand more numbers she's mm. seeing streams out here she need to let that man go 
Let that man go. Let that Meek Mill shit go. Yeah, let that Meek Mill shit go. I don't know, bro. You can't succeed as a woman from New York with a nigga from Philly. Well. Yeah, I guess I'll take your word for it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. Let's get into the music because we only had we had like two major releases this week, major esque releases. Major esque. Um, major esque. Um, major adjacent, if you were. Major adjacent. Um, which one do you go over, Tory Lanez or this Frank Ocean visual? Tory Lanez first. Um, yeah. So. Tory Lanez um, has been out for a very, very long time. Yeah, and with like building the anticipation for an album for, from his first first slew of mixtapes, his mixtapes. Well, I think for a long time he kind of went a lot under the radar. But mm-hmm. people, if you were from, if you knew of the Toronto scene outside of Drake. And like mm-hmm. Cardinal Official or something along those lines. Cardinal Official. <laughs> I thought he died with like Drake's first release. Nah, he's he, well, I don't know. I thought he died. He might have sacrificed himself for the bigger, <laughs> might have the bigger the bigger cause, which is Drake. I guess so. Um, and Akon's label died, so he died off too. No oh, man. Um, but if you if you were familiar with the Toronto scene or just the Canada scene in general, you knew of Tory Lanez, or if, even if you weren't, or you just yeah, so. Um, he was out here buzzing, creating like very, you know, solid projects from here on out. And then somewhere along the line, he got signed to a major label and released a single Stay, Say It, mm-hmm. which became a major top 40, I think even top 20 smash for him. It might have topped the charter here or there. I'm not completely sure. But um, it became this sort of big um, thing, which led to, I guess, I don't say friction, but it came to the point where there was an intersection between Drake and Tory Lanez, as if Drake has never mentioned Tory Lanez or wanted to work with Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. And I guess Tory Lanez takes offense to that, in a sense, because... Asian people be bugging, yo. Yeah, I don't know. I think he'd take offense to it, in a sense, or just, like, he feels the shots coming. Who cares? It's just the veil shots. Drake's veil shot method. <laughs> veil shot method? You're not important enough for me to mention you. Scoffs in my rose-colored glasses. In his velour suit. Velour uh, suit and sipping wine. Um, which led to a whole Tory Lanez Drake thing for a bit. But it all led up to the release of his debut album, I Told You, um, which was released, I guess, this week, last week, depending on when you listen to this. Um, first listen, I didn't really like it the first listen, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought it was decent. I thought it was listen. pretty... Um, I thought it was least lackluster, but it was so tired. It's like everything I've heard before from him. So, or just like a bunch of sounds smashed together because it's like, okay, this is what's hot right now, so I'm gonna try to do this, this, that. So I'm assuming you heard it before its release date. Mm-hmm. When it was actually released on Apple Music, they did this thing where they separated all the skits from the songs, Mm -hmm. which I'm a fan of. Yeah, because the skits are terrible. It's not even just that the skits are terrible. I if I wanted to play the tracks like from my yeah, yeah, yeah. for my, I'd have to regrid them because the That's skits another, the skits take another section out of the music. I feel like in terms, of, I'll get to the skits part, but essentially, it's just separating the skits from the music made this album a twenty-eight track album. Yeah, as opposed to the standard fourteen, which was earlier, um, which is hilarious. I don't know. I don't know if they count for streams. About to have a billion streams go number one easily if every track counts. Mm. But um, I say my first listen, I wasn't impressed, but I felt like there was something to build off of. Mm-hmm. They, it wasn't completely terrible. And especially towards this, the middle was kind of murky, middle section. I like the few tracks in the beginning, I like a few tracks at the end. The middle is really where it kind of va- valleyed as opposed to peaked. Um, but he, he, I guess he crafted this album in a sense trying to tell a story. And yeah. it's like similar to... But the, fuck that, because it's the same story we've heard over and over again. Yeah, it's the same story. Oh, I was at my grandma's house. Oh, I was with this bitch. Oh, you know, my parents kicked me out. Oh, I've been, you know, I was born here, but I've traveled so many places. At one point... You know, it's fucked up. I've been following your career since the beginning, so I know all this shit already. Right. At one point so he says... So you ain't tell me nothing new, boy. At one point he's... This is like the same story that like... Like fucking Kendrick Lamar has told it's like a Kendrick Lamar esque. Yeah, that's uh, another thing. I feel like he borrows a lot of styles. Nigga, like, at one point on this he says, Me and the homies are about to get active. 
I was like, what part of Toronto are you from, my friend? Oh, he sounds Dominican, actually. Yeah, he sounds Dominican. Dominican say like that. Me and my about to get active. Activo. Um, That's when you hit the coke. But upon like few, further listens to this, it's actually warming up on me. All the mm-hmm. tracks aren't as bad as I thought they were. They're but it's just, not bad. It's just too many sounds compiled and compressed into one thing that doesn't feel authentic. And it just—I think the like story mad. itself, I think the skits itself, takes away a lot from the album. I think people wanted to digest the music. Mm-hmm. People wanted—I I get that the story sort of. It sort of holds the album together and like pieces together, but I think people would have got it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was an unnecessary story, and it's it, and it's less than like a, it's less a story similar to Kendrick's album, where it's like a universal story, universal themes and motifs. Whereas like you're talking about gun violence, you're talking about depression, you're talking about you know gang violence, you're talking about coming up in a certain period of life. This is just very like bad black movie. It's like a it's like a bad BT movie, like a blackbuster. <laughs> blackbuster. Blackbuster. It's like one of those. It's like the skits they talk about. It's just like a baby mama, and then at some point he gets in the gun shootout, and blah blah blah. I'm sorry for spoiling this for you, but it's like it's not really worth. Like, if you if you care that I'm spoiling it for you, good lord, try to I don't know try to do something else with your life. But they are some good joints on here. I'm in favor of. Have you heard anything that you liked? Besides the singles? Let's see. Hold on. Let me look at that. I think I like Gun and Roses. Yeah, Guns and Roses was hard. I liked Cold Hard mm-hmm. Love. Was I it love? liked I liked um Loner's Boulevard was cool. I like Loner's Boulevard too. Let's see. To Dream, I think I liked Cold I Hard Love was kinda cool. I think it's cause it just it had that like that just like hard um it was a bit of an urgency to that record yeah as opposed to everything else everything else here. is slow and drawn out yeah. and very R&B so it gives him the time what do you think about him going mostly R&B on this as opposed to um rapping? I understand because I understand his fan base his fan base is largely like women not just largely women but people that really just want to hear him sing then rap right so sing first then rap do you think you could be ever taken seriously as a rapper? Um, no. No, yeah, probably no. not. Um, like, even Drake has problems being taken seriously as a rapper. That's true, that's true. Like, you have to, like, you gotta pick and choose. And I think there's a wider appeal with singing than rapping. Yeah. I think when you, you rap, you lose a certain audience, whereas you sing and you're able to... Yeah, and people of... put you in a certain bracket. Right. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel nice when people are like, yeah, this rapper, when you're trying to bust out notes and shit. Right. So he's got a, he's got a few songs in here. Say It is still a jam. Love is still a jam. I think he should have experimented a little bit more with the the reggae tunes, them. Nah, I think it was fine just doing one. Just love and just ended it Because I feel like we were oversaturated by this. Like, at this point in time, I feel like we're oversaturated with, I think like, we could have got a tall. second, just like a second song. If he does, he's gonna drop it as a promo single for whatever next thing, or maybe like on a mixtape. Probably. He gonna sample Beanie Man. He killed the controller sugar. remix. He's like Merc that top gonna, bottom left gonna... right. <laughs> um, it is what it is. It's got some decent songs on here. I'm not totally hating on this project. Mm-hmm. I just think that it was the story itself distracts a lot from the music, and the story is very, very one dimensional and very, very shitty. Not just that, it's something, like, if you've been following his career from the beginning, like I said, it's like you've heard this, like, 90 different times. Yeah, so, I don't know. And people are saying, like, his mixtapes were better. He out here dressed like Big Bird on the cover, too. I don't <laughs> think it's really helping his cause. Oh, my God. Yo, he got the, Big yo. Forehead yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Leslie was talking about it, and I was like, yo, for true. Like, look at this man forehead. Right. <laughs> he, you be like, what's the big idea when you see that shit? <laughs> Yeah, whatever, nigga. Um, rate. Let's rate this album. Rate it mm, three. I'm giving it two point five. Giving it two point five. I'm giving it three. Because the skits fucked me up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's too oversaturated. The skits. You would have been me fine up. with like probably four skits. The skits fucked me up. Um, I'm glad that it's all separated because I can just take the music for what it is. I don't really need the skits as a part of my music. I guess that was um a part of Kendrick. I mean, but the. The thing with Kendrick's album is the skits were just so good, I didn't mind them being part of the music because it just added to the story. Like, I have to listen. Like, I can't just listen to 
I can listen to a few tracks on there, but once I listen to a few tracks, I feel like I have to listen to the whole thing. Whereas this is just like an auto, like I'm groaning just to listen to this because I'm like, really, nigga, really, we're doing this, really. Um, classic Hood Tale, Hood Stories. Um, second major release was Frank Ocean decided, you know, or something along those lines. Of, I think Drake hit the Frank button. Yeah, he heard Tori's release and hit the Tori release the Franken. Release the Franken, my friend. <laughs> um, he released his visual album, not actual album. There are videos to this shit. There is one long video. It's one long video. I'm gonna I'm gonna play. Um, you remember the stream of Frank Ocean building shit and mm-hmm. his thing? It's like that, but with better quality and music. Um, not like music. Not, um, not, uh, well, it's, it's like I can listen through an aux cable. Nonetheless, he dropped Endless, so mm-hmm. it appears to no longer be Boys Don't Cry, but it appears to be called Endless. Um, this long visual album of him building something while his music plays in the background, and the album really, I guess is a very, very far departure from Channel Orange. And I don't want to say super far, because it's still frank in its essence, but in terms of just sound, it's, like, completely different. Um, a lot of sounds on here are way more stripped. It's way less... Um, it's way less uh, eclectic sounds to it. Like, for instance, on Channel Orange, you had songs like Lost, but you also had songs like Pyramids. Which is like this, like disco adventure slash like down R&B um, thing. Whereas these, it's a lot more. It's a it's a lot less fluff and primp to the background music. It's a lot more focusing on Frank's vocals or maybe lack thereof. I think about sixty percent of this album, well, forty percent of this album is Frank not singing. Yeah, it's just talking. Not even that. It's just like beats or instrumentals. But I feel like. I feel like we might have to get back to this next week as well because the actual album hasn't released, mm-hmm. and people so are saying this might just be a teaser for. Boys no, this is like the visual album, but I don't think the songs on here are the songs that garner from this album are complete. I don't think. Um, I think they were edited for the sake of this visual album. Do you think he Chappelle showed himself? How so? Do you remember when? Uh... It was like about season, the second season before the third. Dave Chappelle kind of like he was offered he was offered like bigger things at Comedy Central and he turned them down. Right. Under the pressure of you know I can't do this I can't do that and I don't feel like doing this I don't feel like doing that. Mm-hmm. You think, um. You think he's just kind of done with that phase of his life where he's just doing different things artistically? I think so, and I think the result of that is when you look at the credits on here, um, it it. It marks his album, uh, not album, his label Fresh Produce, or at least a label Fresh Produce and not Def Jam. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely no longer on Def Jam, um, as far as I'm concerned. And I think he, I think he could. I think he doesn't want to necessarily have to live up to any standards. He doesn't want to do. He, he stayed away from the collaboration for pretty much the past four years, except on like various albums here and there, Kanye's album, um, what's his face's album, uh, James Jay-Z. Blake, James Blake, um, Jay-Z, Beyonce, uh, Beyonce, so he's, he's tend to stay away from a lot of things unless the opportunity is really grand or the music is really, really good, um, and this all led up to sort of this sort of moment, and it's, and it's, it's, it's good to hear new music from him, but at the same time, it's like his music is... Isn't polished, isn't like... I think it. I think this is as polished as he's getting. I think he's really into the strict... You think it's going to be minimal. like Cherry Bomb? No, ter- Cherry Bomb was like music that sounded terrible because... It sounded terrible selfishly for Tyler, the creator, because he decided he wanted people to hear the beats more than his own vocals, so he turned down his own vocals in favor of the beats, and then the album really came out like a shitty listening experience because he really couldn't capture anything. This, he's sort of doing it on purpose, where he's playing with his voices, he's playing with the reverb, he's playing with a lot of effects, and 
just a lot of different low. I guess low. I don't. I don't say low fidelity because I have no idea what I'm talking about. Low fidelity just means that the quality is low. Yeah. High fidelity means that things would be much more defined. Low fidelity is like talking through a phone. So I'm gonna say low fidelity. He's like experiments with a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of rapping on this album, believe it or not. Yeah, I know. It's uh the first few tracks I got through were just rap. Like I'd pick random tracks, and most of them he was rapping on them. Right. He's got uh, background vocals from Sanfa, who was featured on Drake's Too Much. Of Young, Pink. ugly voice, as I call him, because <laughs> that nigga got the ugliest singing voice. And Jasmine Sullivan is like a goddess to me, just because she's just like, her voice sounds amazing. Um, The themes, I feel like he's getting way more ambiguous with his lyrical... Is um I don't know writing, I don't know if that's songwriting. like I don't know if that's like laziness or just like I feel like I think he's deep on a whole nother level than people are because I know well listen or at least poetic on a different level than people are in terms of just crafting that because remember all right so you remember nostalgia ultra yeah it's pretty straightforward it's about love and just about all these different sort of uh, it's pretty straightforward. You got the emotions, and, you know, nature feels. You got what that was about. Love crimes, you got what that was about. Mm-hmm. Songs about women, you got what that was about. It's pretty sort of straightforward. Channel Orange got a little bit more complex with the sort of lyrical storytelling and things because there was a lot of metaphors and like double entendres and things veiled. This takes it to like a whole nother level because lines will lines of this album will not like bars won't go up with the next following bars and they'll like it'll it's Half just a rhyme. lot. Yeah, it's just a lot going on. Alright. Um There's even a there's even a track I, I don't know if it's mine. Where it's just like a lot of overlaid layered vocals that mm-hmm. just like you can't really catch up to. It's a it's a lot of experimenting with sound. Yeah, I think it's this one. Um Nick, you sound like you're singing down the hole. Yeah. A lot of that. <laughs> there's a lot of that. Um, but I don't know, it may be either the quality of this thing, because this is a rip from the visual album. It may be the actual songs. Um. Yeah. Yo, he's at his, like, you know that moment where Miles Davis got a perm and lost his shit? (laughs) He's at that moment right now. Um, he's making the music he wants to make. Yeah. But it's just like... But do we like it? Yeah. I think in a sense, the general public, while they want to love Frank, are going to have to adjust a lot. I know. I know. Because you guys want to... Like, people want to just deep throat this for their consumption. Yeah. Whereas, this is a very unconventional album in the way it's, like, produced and the way it's arranged. So you kind of have to take away the sort of conventions that you heard on a Tory Lanez album. And sort of mold your mind. It's kind of like how people had to re-listen to sort of, or like people who listened to Lil B had to sort of reformat how they listened to hip hop because it wasn't necessarily the conventional bars, rhymes, cadence. It was a lot of. Um... You made me sleepy. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> All right, well. All that. Let's see, let's see. I like unity. Droning shit. Um, there's rushes, rushes too. I like that as well. Um, but I feel like we'll have to revisit this when the album actually comes out. Yeah. Because this is just part of this visual album release. And yeah, and I think we'll have a better semblance and better hold to grasp on it as opposed to this. But I think this is sort of in the lane of alternative, and I don't even think it's alternative R and B. I think it's just alternative music overall. I think this is in the lines of James Blake and like John Mayer's new music and Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Bon Iver? Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. So I think it's a lot It's a lot alternative in that sort of sense. We're oui, oui. looking for straight R&B. I mean, there's hip-hop influences in it. He's rapping on it. There's R&B influences in it. He's singing on some of these songs and he's got Jasmine Sullivan featured and they're going through a lot, but it's very, 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 um, a very, very distinct album in the way it sounds, but I think we'll get back to it eventually. Um, bro, that's it. What's it? 
This is it. We're done. This is the end of the episode? Yeah, man. It's oh, Frank pick, Ocean Endless. Pick up one of those black cards in the box. Sure. I was not... Alright, I'm gonna... Just pick up... Just random one. Just random one. Okay. Now read it. Cards against... Not the... No, no, no. <laughs> read the actual card. Oh, what ended my last relationship? Alright, oh, now let me pick a random white card. Sure. Well, a brain tumor. Wow, that's pretty fucking sad, yo. That's fucked up, Okay, man. okay, hold on. Why would you do this to me? Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Oh no. my god, the gays. Why is that... So, we someone left this at my fucking job, sure. and I took it home, because it's a, I played the card game before, sure. and it's like the most outrageous fucking card game. Okay, alright, so I'm gonna pick another one, because this is fun. Cards Against Humanity. You said because this is fun? This is fun. All right. It just said a brain tumor and did your last relationship. Hey, Reddit, I'm blank. Ask me anything. All right, I'll pick another white one. Full frontal nudity. I mean, sometimes, you know, like it's either you that, with it. It's either that or being fat and stupid like this other one. Cause... Well, I'm glad you picked the first one. I'm, I'm, I'm fully with fully, full frontal nudity. Fully frontal, to... frontal nudity. Yes. Um, let's see. Well, if you'll excuse me, gentlemen, I have a date with... Oh, man, I hope it's not the gays. Nah, I already picked that <laughs> card, yo. I already picked that card. What you got against the gays, yo? I got nothing against the gays. Racism! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you know... So, these are horrible cards. These are you... for horribly humored people, like yeah, myself. Like, all, <laughs> like, if your humor is dark and fucked up, like it's me. a great game to play with all your friends. I drink to forget. Blank. Scientology. Hey. The basic violation of our human rights and hope. Alright. That hope one seems... I don't drink at all, but it would be just to exterminate Actually, hope. my dad was asking me that, because he's like, does he smoke or does he drink? I'm like, nah, man. Yeah I, I, yeah, I don't smoke or drink. It's pretty terrible in terms of just, like, when people want to invite me to stuff, and then they realize that I don't smoke or drink. Or just like I don't know, I don't I don't find it really really terrible because it's just like you kind of get with the program or you don't. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's kind of a hindrance in this sort of day and age in society at this age in my life where I, sh- you it's know, not, a lot it's of people. Be a it's not a super hindrance. It's not like I'm like totally, you know, out of the game if I don't smoke or drink. But it's mm-hmm. just like you know, a lot of people do. A lot of people recreationally do, and it's just it's just one part of the social aspect of life that I cannot take part in or actually choose not to take part in um oh and Cassie broke up with Diddy that's true Cassie so, did break up with Diddy it can just be me and you Cassie listen as many people listen distract people from Karuchi I'm fine with that man Karuchi Karuchi Karuchi's fine bro she's eh. like she's like fine she's like a little black Asian yeah she's like Cassie delight. Cassie 2 point something Cassie 2k16 Tessie. You know what I'm saying? Till we find another Blasian girl. Right. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I think we're done here. This yep. Been, this, this has been, been the Two Belts Podcast. Episode 76. Um, episode, episode 76. Um, follow us on Twitter. At Two Share Belts this podcast. podcast. Share this, either retweet it or share At Niels TV, at Dammit Carlos. Right. Share this podcast, retweet it. Tell your boss about us. Yes, please. Make us your boss. Yo, shout, actually, shout out to Leslie's boss. She's never told me his name. But apparently but, he enjoys the podcast. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, so this shout out to you. Swaggy Italian. A lot dude. of, a lot of people enjoy the podcast. So, you know, keep sharing it. Yeah. Um, be out here. We got tw- over 20,000 listens. Yeah. Which, you know, if your tax on it isn't a lot. You got that hood clout. Yeah, I that know. hood clout. Yo, Super hood rats hood love clout, him. Hood rats hour, love him. He got a three-hour podcast with Beanie Siegel. Three-hour podcast with Beanie. What did he ask him? Uh, what the bodegas? Everything, in, my nigga. What are the bodegas in Philly like, bro? <laughs> Can you get a Philly at the bodega in it's Philly? Crazy. What do you call it in Philly? Do you just call it a sandwich? What do you think about next week? We look back at the songs of the summer. All right. We do it, that. It's good. It's a good time too because it's like pretty much the end of the. Yeah, so we're gonna look back on SummerSlam. That's just gonna cut me off, motherfucker. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> just gonna cut me off. We're gonna go back at SummerSlam, NXT Brooklyn. Two. We're, gonna, we're gonna cover a whole bunch of shit. We're gonna go over songs of the summer. Yeah. You know, we're gonna do all this wild, crazy shit. 
might do blow off of a homeless person. Who knows? Um, nah. Nah? All right. No nah. We're definitely not doing that. Nah. Um, yeah, we'll see you episode 77. Episodes. No blow. The no, no blow episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, wow. <laughs> That's fucking gross, bro. Oh, man. Take care. You get diseases like that, yo. Yes. All right, everybody. Stay safe and don't do no blow. Zika Zao. Zika 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 Zao. Beanie Man of the Mosquito Dem Sugar. Uh,